It fooled me. We can't get fooled again. In Dallas, Texas, three shots were fired at President Kennedy's motorcade in downtown Dallas. December 7th, 1941. A date which will live in infamy. You don't know what you're talking about, do you, sir? Because people have got to know whether or not their president's a crook. Well, I'm not a crook. I've earned everything I've got. If you don't like what we tell you to believe in, we'll kill you. Alright, kids. Listen. Podcast, don't listen to this. If you're not of age. What's of age? Of age is like, you can make your own decisions in life without parental guidance. So 18? 16? Uh, 18. We're not in Atlanta. Georgia is we're 16. Not in I, that's what I said. We're not in Atlanta. This is 18 and up. Look. Atlanta. We're a bunch of, we're a bunch of dudes, and we're, we're going to say some really bad words. And probably some things that might offend you. But. Don't listen to this. Can't wait till you listen. Yeah, don't if do it. If you're 18 and up. Don't do it. If you're 18 and yeah. up. Yeah. This is Eric, Sean, Jorge. Say hi, guys. It's going to be a good one today. Oh, we got the gang here, boys. Notorious. <laughs> Who the fuck is this? Page of me and 946. Is it five or nine? 546 uh, in the morning. <laughs> crack a dawn and gnome yawn and wipe the cold out my eyes. So we just finished uh, Tupac Shakur and, uh, you know, Tupac and Tupac. Biggie, you know. They are one. They are synonymous with each other. Yeah, That's right. I mean, they're they're... They're tied together forever. I don't know what to say. Yep. It's part of the same you know? story. Yeah. So, so we did uh, the same it a two-parter, right? That we, we did, did Tupac and a two-parter. So if you haven't listened to the Tupac episode, I would suggest you do that because totally. we do talk a lot about Biggie. There is. Right. A, yeah. right. You know what I mean? And there's a lot more about the East Coast, West Coast situation. Yes. And so I decided not to go into it as much in this episode because we already talked. We already it. did two hours worth of. East Coast, West Coast, you know, here we go, right? So That's right. And so, and, and in the other episode, I asked you guys if Tupac was the GOAT. Question for you, which, uh, for both of you. Which which one do you like more, Tupac, Tupac or Tupac, Biggie? Tupac, okay. Tupac, sorry. I'm sorry. Me too. Me sorry. To all the Biggie fans sorry. out there, it's not a diss against Biggie. Biggie's great. I just think Tupac's better. Yeah. yeah. That's just me. But it's, and today it's not, we're going to talk about his death we're, we're, and his yeah. conspiracy around that. Oh. That's right. So, uh, so <laughs> notorious. Biggie was born Christopher George Latour Wallace. Wow, he's got a four-namer. Damn. He says yeah. he's not Spanish. Even, not even us Mexicans. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> I, was like, I, was like, he's like, I was like, Jorge's the only one I know with four names. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so he's known as Notorious B.I.G., Biggie Smalls, Christopher Biggie. George Latour. Oh, sorry. Uh, he's got a couple aliases, you know. <laughs> he does? Oh, yeah. Biggie, Biggie, Biggie Smalls. Uh, yeah, Big Papa, yeah. yeah. But he is considered one of the one of the greatest rappers of all time i would say i'm in sure that, he's in, in the that, category he's in that category of like 50 guys that yeah. are like 50 yeah. damn there's a lot 20. of rappers bro 20. oh 20 top 20 i would put him up there in top 10 i'm just top saying 10. and i'm just so saying he's 10. in a group that are considered the greatest rapper like there's... well yeah 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 but is he in the top 10 probably yeah yeah yeah, yeah probably i'll top put him at like eight yeah yeah, yeah. Put him like eight yeah my problem is i could probably only Give you one song. 
<laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I could probably give you five Tupac songs, but yeah. I could only probably give you one. I think he only came out with, like, biggie. what, three albums? Yeah, it or wasn't was it a lot. two? It was... It was the, the, the first one... Um, I forgot what it's called, but I think Absolutely. it's Biggie Smalls, I think. Or... You no, know, I'll do a little search. Life, well, yeah. this is part of it. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll go into it. We'll okay. go into it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, let's go into So it. Christopher George Wallace was born at St. Mary's Hospital in New York City in Brooklyn, May 21st, 1972. He was the only child of Jamaican immigrants. Hmm. So his, uh, his mom, Valetta Wallace, was a preschool teacher. She was Jamaican. Uh, she's got that thick Jamaican accent. You know what I mean? Right near the beach. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Irie. What? Well, that'd be from Jamaica, man. A lot of mercy. <laughs> I didn't know that, though. Jamaica, we got the Bob team. We got the one Teresa, one Senka. No, that was definitely not <laughs> the you know you believe. <laughs> the cool runnings. What a classic. Oh, my classic. Yeah. And just so we know, this, this, just to yeah. put it out there, he had two studio albums. Yep. Three posthumous albums, which means mm. after his death. And then two compilation albums. So, like I said, okay. it's a comp- compilation well, of all compared his to work. Tupac, I think he's still coming out with albums. I, I mean, it's like three, yeah. but like he made three, he made more albums after his death than he did yeah, while crazy. he was alive. That's crazy. That's so that crazy. Yeah. All right, so continue. All right. So, uh, Valletta Wallace was a preschool teacher. His father, Selwyn George Latour, was a welder. Um, I feel and, like humble upbringings. I like this. But his father left the family when he was two. Oh, that sucks. God damn it. And his mom worked two jobs to raise him, essentially, while he was What a dick. Raised. Yeah. Wallace excelled at, at a Queen of All Saints Middle School. He won several awards as an English student. He attended St. Peter Claver Church in the Brooklyn borough. He was nicknamed Big because he was overweight before he was even 10. Yeah. Biggie claimed that he started selling drugs at around 12. Damn. Damn. I mean, this is the Bronx in like the 80s. No, it's Brooklyn. 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 My Same bad, shit. bro. Same it's shit, right? fucking New York. <laughs> yeah. It's just New York. I don't know. Our New, York, the, uh, our, New York, our New York audience would Hates not us, agree. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they, they would not they, agree. They, they it's all the same just, shit. They all just turn yeah. the episode off. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, yeah. <laughs> By the way, New York, shout out. A number two audience. I was actually born in Manhattan, Yo. so there's that. You know, were you? I yeah, know I, I moved when I was baby, though. Really? I was born at Mount Sinai Hospital. Wow, I didn't know that. That is actually crazy. We're gonna go into that a little bit mm. later, dude. Mm. Interesting. I was born right next to Biggie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he began rapping as a teenager, and he would actually entertain people on the streets, and he performed with local groups. One group was called the Old Gold Brothers. Um, Sounds like a fucking quartet. (laughs) His earliest stage name was MCC West. God, like just just like Tupac. Do you remember MC New York? No, yeah, yeah, you remember? That's strange because he was in New York and his name was MCC West, and And Tupac was in the West Coast. He was was MC New York. York. It makes sense. Everybody like grass is greener. It's so weird. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Wallace, Wallace transferred from Bishop Memorial High School in Fort Greene to George Westinghouse and to Technical Education High School in downtown Brooklyn. What's crazy, and I just wanted to put this in here, Jay-Z and Busta Rhymes were attending. Oh, wow. They all hmm. went to the same high same school? Same high school. That's wild. I didn't know that. Holy yeah, shit. Crazy. Yeah. At age 17, Wallace dropped out of high school and became more involved in crime. It was like full-time drug dealer. Yeah, that <laughs> same year, which was 1989, he was arrested on weapons charges in Brooklyn, sentenced to five years of probation. Oh, okay. But 
1990, he broke probation. Uh, per, yeah. And he was arrested in North Carolina for dealing crack. Oh, what the fuck was he doing in North Carolina? That's so then he life. spent nine months in jail before he finally made bail. This guy sounds like the worst possible job. Yeah. Like, I'd rather work in the sewers <laughs> than to sell crack. How many, uh, this sounds crazy, but like, is there... about the Ten Crack Commandments. Oh. Did he? Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I just like, I, forgot do you know that. Any of the, do you know any of the crack commandments? Don't get high, don't get high on your own supply. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow, I wouldn't be surprised if that's kind of it's where like, it came from. First commandment, don't smoke crack. Yeah, exactly. don't, get, don't get high on your own supply. All right. Wow. Don't do crack. Yeah. First so step. After, crack, crack is whack. Crack is whack. After his release from jail, Wallace made a demo tape. And it was called, the. I guess it was The Microphone Murderer. And while he then, that was the first time he called himself Biggie Smalls. Hmm. And apparently there was a movie called Let's Do It Again in 1975, where this actor named Calvin Lockhart, his character was named Biggie Smalls. And this was with Sidney Poitier and Bill Cosby. Hmm. Hmm. And so then he had a character in there where he looked like a pimp. He had a cape. Oh, yeah. Well, that's like purple he, horse. Yes, exactly. And his <laughs> name cane. his name in that was Biggie Smalls. Oh, so it's ah. copyright infringement. Yeah. So he kind of like <clears throat> dug it, I guess. And he was like, yeah, you know. Uh, at that point, he was six foot three and three hundred and fifty pounds. Dude, guy's a Massive. fucking guy's a left tackle. Holy yeah. Shit. <laughs> It's the reason they call them Biggie. No shit. Yeah. You know? It's massive. <laughs> yeah. Imagine me with an additional 160 pounds. You're 6'3? Like, yeah. Oh, okay. No. Eric, yes. Ish. I, I yeah. Six. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> if I'm six feet tall, that means that no, makes no. you like five two. It. You're that's funny. No, you're funny definitely six three. Guys have like this thing. If you attack their height. <laughs> They're so mad. It's so cr- well, it's so mad. Well, you you stand your tippy toes every time you stand next to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. No, no, really very do. true. It's very true. Unsigned hype dedicated an airing to promising rappers, and they featured Biggie, and that's where Sean Puffy Combs heard the demo tape. So Sean Puffy Combs was with A and R Department of Uptown Records, and he arranged at that time to meet Biggie, and then he signed him to Uptown. Um, then they released one song where he was on it. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say it. Sean, Sean, Sean will do the honors. The song is called A Bunch of Niggas. Yeah, I can't say that. Yeah, like, I, I, literally, that. I was waiting, I was like, is Eric yeah. gonna read it? No, I'm not gonna read it. Because <laughs> like, I'm like looking yeah, at it like, please yeah. say it, yeah. cancelled. White people are, <laughs> white people are terrified of that word. Of course they are. Yeah, of course. Terrified. Absolutely. Oh. Well, maybe. <laughs> Unless, let, you, unless you're like, I, I, I let my dad say it. <laughs> <laughs> he married a very black woman. So I have so, I, he <laughs> released that and he was on that song, right? So Puffy was that, on that song. Like they both did appearances. Puffy was okay. a back, backup dancer in the yeah. song. Yeah. <laughs> so, but then Puffy was fired from Uptown, right? Because he his job. And so a week later, he launched something called Bad Boy Records. Mm. And instantly, Biggie followed him to Bad Boy, and he was signed to Bad Boy. Yeah, I can't imagine that like P Diddy had like a lot of financial backing at that time. Yeah, yeah I don't like know. crack, crack money. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know how they did that. Look, they I'm gonna pay. Like, I'm gonna give you an IOU. Yeah, trust was... me on this. That's so, how Jay Z got started, right? With his fucking drug money. Jay Z? Yeah. Oh yeah. Really? 100%. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
Jay Z was a drug dealer. Oh yeah, I didn't know that. Oh, hundred percent. Before he was a billionaire, he was really? dealing drugs in in really? fucking New York. That's how he started. Uh, uh, what's it called Rock Rock yeah, uh, uh, Rock Nate uh, Rock not Rockefellers. What's the fucking yeah Rockefeller Studios. Rock Rockefeller Studios. Studios. Yeah, Rock, right. yeah, yeah, whatever it is. Yeah. All right. All right. So on August eighth, nineteen ninety three, Jan Jackson, which was Biggie's long term girlfriend, gave birth to his first child, Tiana. Hmm. They were broken up by them. But he did become a father in 1993 at the age of 21. Classic. Yeah. So then he, so he was dropped out of, of school. You know, he said he was. He's got a hot track record. Sitting yeah. on the corner. Out, selling rock. And selling rock. <laughs> so he and kept rapping. selling. So while he was rapping, he kept selling drugs. Yeah, and it's good, then it's good money. Apparently, <laughs> apparently Puffy found out about this and got him to stop. Then Biggie did a remix with Mary J. Blige, mm. and that's when he kind of started to get bigger. Yeah, I mean Mary J. Blige, she's been the shit for a long time. Yeah. So, oh, real love. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, it was called real I'm love. Looking uh, for real, real love. love. <laughs> <laughs> well, right around that time, she had done one with Method Man. Really? Oh yeah. That, what's what's right. the name of that one? Um, you're you're all I need or yeah, all I need yeah, or whatever, like, and that shit took off. Really? So yeah, she like, was she was hot yeah, in like, the because she was very much like R and B, right? And then she started um, just collaborating with all these rappers. So mm. if you collaborated with her, you you know you, you're you, in. You blew up. Yeah, you're in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so around this time, this is when Biggie. Yeah, it is all I need. By the way, yeah. around this time, this is when Biggie became friends with Tupac. Um, yeah, that's right. They were homies. Yeah, that's right. Apparently, Biggie was frequent guest at Shakur's home, and they spent time together in California, uh, as well as Washington D.C. and And some say that Biggie was inspired by Shakur, hmm. and inspired like his music kind of came. You know, there was inspiration yeah, cause, cause there. I think yeah, it's like I think it's like you know, Biggie's yeah, crack bitches, <laughs> and Biggie was more like a poet, and he's like, oh, this is pretty tight. I can, yeah. I can do that. <laughs> yeah. And don't I mean, forget, that Tupac Big... was also like cracking bitches. And don't forget, <laughs> Biggie excelled. In... No, he wasn't a drug dealer. No, but he still just rapped about. He was more like a mama thug. was a crack fiend. <laughs> <laughs> mama, mama was a crack fiend. No, thanks for shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So on March twenty third, nineteen ninety six, Biggie was arrested outside of a Manhattan nightclub for chasing and threatening to kill two fans who were trying to get his autograph. Damn, damn, that was. A, <laughs> he that was smashed a... the windows of their taxi cab and he punched one of them. That's a really ex- extreme reaction. Yeah. <laughs> I really love I your mean, music. We don't, we don't know what happened. Like we know, don't know the like, story. Fat. Yeah, <laughs> they they were probably assholes. I, I mean, I'm assuming you would presume. Um, but he pled guilty to second degree harassment. Oh, okay. That okay. That's that's not bad. That's yeah. That's not like yeah. attempted murder. So, so he was yeah. sentenced to attempted rape, like Tupac. <laughs> oh. yeah. So he was sentenced to a hundred hours of community service. Which I guarantee he did not do. Mm. I have a bet yeah. cash. That I'm not he sure did what not, he did. He did not serve the community. Mm. Yeah. So <laughs> a few months later, though, he was arrested in New Jersey at his home Damn, for drug is... and weapons charges. Like, clearly the three-strike program was not in place at this time. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like the strike six. Right, yes. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Okay, so this is the time period where Tupac and him kind of had a falling out. Because this, this is 96. This is 96 now. Right. So this is also when that shooting happened. Remember the uh, the shooting oh, at the, the recording York? studio? Yes. Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember so that. So this is when that happened, and then this is when Tupac released Hit Him Up, 
which was a diss track saying mm-hmm. oh, yeah. he he fucked fake diamonds. Fuck, I hit him up. You see, <laughs> yes. see you all gangster, but I fucked your wife. So <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> fuck so, y'all. He was like dissing everybody. Yeah, not just... <laughs> so your bad boys, man. Fuck for life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And then Biggie replied essentially with on Brooklyn's Finest, which he was talking about. You know, if they had twins, she'd probably have two pox. Get it? Mm. To, you know, anyways, whatever. Eh, I think so, T-Box is a little bit better. Yeah, but, for sure. Yeah, but he also said in an interview, because they asked him, they said, what was that about? And he said, it's not his style to respond to, like, rap disses. To battle. So yeah, to so, rap The thing is, they were like, had, why he, was he respond so he lame? He had to respond something. That's that's a, yeah. that's a culture in, in rap. You have to. Oh, yeah, because you can't if somebody get, disses no. you, you're going to have to I mean, look what happens back. to everyone yeah. who talks shit to Eminem. My oh. God. He comes out with a d- fucking murder track <laughs> that just vaporizes all enemies. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's why I'm like, God, Eminem's best shit is like, keep talking shit about him, please. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> the shit he comes somebody back else, with please so talk shit about Eminem. <laughs> okay, so now we're at September 96, and this is when Tupac was shot. So Tupac was shot in a drive-by in Vegas. And, you know, like we said, if you haven't listened to the episodes before, check Check those out out, because those are very important. So that's where we are now, right? Rumors of Wallace's involvement with Shakur's murder, though, spread. And uh, Well, he was the number one suspect in the you know call it the rap community or whatever oh, for sure because yeah. yeah. of the whole east east they, coast they west coast like, and it was like, yeah a report came out basically saying or suggesting that he it was like a crip south side crip compton gang mm-hmm. and he supplied the gun to make it oh mm-hmm. he's like i want to be involved yeah and so that was that was the initial thing that happened right he like wrote his name on a bullet yeah and, was like, yes, and so uh, so this is what faith evans said right Evans remembered her husband calling her on the night of Tupac's death and crying from shock. She said, I think it's fair to say he was probably afraid. Given everything that was going on at the time and all the hype that was put on his so-called beef that he didn't really have in his heart against anyone. Uh, so he's like, oh, shit, they're coming for me next. Yeah, he, right, he, he right. Knew something was that. So his co-manager at the time, Wayne Barrow, said Wallace was recording the track Nasty Boy that night. So he wasn't in Vegas. Okay, That's so it's like physically impossible. Yeah, for him. it's a great alibi. Yeah, no, no, so. no. Well, I don't think it. I never heard of it of him personally being there doing the hit or whatever. Yeah, he like yeah. FedEx. Well, I mean, but we're gonna get into it because yeah, was but, he involved? Is another story. I put that in there because that is a witness saying he was in New York. Okay. Oh, perfect saying perfect was, alibi. Yeah. My manager. He wasn't there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm paying him. <laughs> he was in the studio, I swear. Okay, so two days after Tupac died, Wallace and Little Cease was arrested in Brooklyn. <laughs> little Cease. Little Caesar. Little Cease? Yeah, little Cease. Little Cease. A little Cease? Oh, like Caesar. Yeah, Little Cease. Yeah, little Caesar. Cease, yeah. They were arrested in Brooklyn for smoking weed in public, and they had their car repossessed. Yeah, it's definitely not 2023, boys. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that was two days after Tupac got killed. Okay. So that the next like day. his 20th charge. Yes. <laughs> strike 20. <laughs> strike 20 out. <laughs> so the next day, the dealership chose them a Chevy Lumina rental SUV as a substitute for their repossessed car. Yeah. What a, what a hot substitute. Yeah. No, I got right. this dope uh, Chevy Lumina yeah. <laughs> with your Lil, name on it, brother. Lil Cease objected. <laughs> He's like, this show sucks. Right? The vehicle had brake problems, but Wallace just dismissed them and just said, take the car. 
Later that day, the car collided with a rail in New Jersey, and it shattered Wallace's left leg. <laughs> He's like, I told you this brakes were <laughs> yeah. fucked up. Little ceases. Fuck, I hate saying little. Little C's. Little C's. jaw and leaving, anyways, with many injuries. So he had a car accident two days later. Basically. Oh, so damn, it shattered his jaw and his leg? Yeah. Wow, damn. That must wow. have been so, going so, fast as fuck. So Biggie, Biggie spent months in a hospital, and he was temporarily confined to a wheelchair and forced to use a cane. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, that's a lot of weight on those. If he yeah. got, like... I, I don't remember that. I don't know about you guys, but yeah. I don't remember him being in the hospital for that. I do remember the cane. Yeah. Because afterwards, he yeah, came yeah. out with, like, music videos. He was like, it's all part of my facade. Yeah, exactly. It's part of my pimp cane. I know, I'm a pimp. <laughs> Bring my wheelchair around. <laughs> so then, right before Halloween in October '96, Evans gave birth to Wallace's son, Christopher C.J. Wallace Jr. Hmm. So he's now a father of two. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So early 1997, Biggie Smalls was trying to squash the East Coast West Coast rap feud, and everybody thought that the murder of Tupac kind of fueled it to even more made it even more and so yeah. he was you know i don't want to like do want, this everybody anymore wanted revenge or... yeah and he was like this is getting out of control i know i've got kids yeah. bro i don't want to die yes <laughs> exactly so now that he's the father of a young son and another child he recently removed himself from so he was walking around with a cane so he finished his sophomore album for bad boy entertainment called life after death Interesting. He, One of the best. Yeah, he traveled it's to LA. Interesting choice of name, Life After Death. Well, it's like Tupac. Interesting that he called it Machiavelli. Machiavelli. I know. What's their fascination with that? I don't know. It's it probably just wanted just to live a fast life, man. You know you're gonna die living at some point if you're living like that. Shit. I'm living the fast life, baby. <laughs> so March fifth, nineteen ninety seven, Biggie did a radio interview at the Doghouse in San Francisco on KYLD. He spoke about how he needed to hire security because he was fearing the safety of himself and his family. Yeah, it's weird. Why go to Cali just to do like a radio interview? Mm. Well, no, I mean, he's doing a tour. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Okay, like he's sense. he's yeah. doing things. Yeah. So, yeah. So, and he's trying to squash it. So he's like, squash let me go, the beef. Let me go over there. Let me talk to these peeps and yeah. hopefully like put a little, I don't know, a little, little PR. Good, little goodwill. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he originally planned to go to Europe, but he canceled and he found himself at the Westwood Marquee Hotel on March 8th. It sounds like a fucking jank-ass hotel. The Westwood Marquee? I mean, you probably got hookers at that hotel for sure. <laughs> According to his agent, Phil Casey, they spent most of the day discussing plans for their upcoming tour. But they spent so much time in the hotel, he was itching to get out. So the rapper convinced his crew to head to an industry party at the Peterson Automotive Museum in the Miracle Mile District. And this was sponsored by Quincy Jones's Vibe magazine. Mm. Yeah, Quincy Jones. Yep. Puffy later recounted that attending a Jones party on the outskirts of Beverly Hills seemed like a safe move as it wasn't well, quite a, in downtown. But it's also interesting you know I mean? that like Quincy Jones's daughter was was, was yes. dating Tupac. So yes. It's also like a real true. like, yes. like, like you know, the, right. the connections here. So much connections. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. So. Then they go to this Soul Train Awards after party that was hosted by Vibe at the museum, right? Tons of famous people are there. Aaliyah's there. Oh, wow. Uh, God rest R.I.P. Mm -hmm. yeah, Everyone's yeah, dead. Know, right? Jesus. 
all these members of the Bloods and the Crips snuck. Yeah, it's, it's like this it is a, a huge event. Yeah, it's yeah, it awesome. a rad, rad party. And and Except for uh, the gang members. <laughs> and Biggie was. It was noted that Biggie was drinking Dom Perignon. Of course. He and was. you know Missy Elliott was there. Oh, right. Champagne every day. And they were you know, <laughs> and every like ten minutes they were playing hypnotize and you know they were just having a good time. I guess. Yeah. So, yeah. For sure. Yeah. So around midnight to twelve thirty, the venue became cramped and overcrowded and the fire department came they're like get the and fuck they said down. this is too much this is out code now close it down okay so that's when you know it's a party man you get, i know when they get, get, get shit fire like marshal fire, <laughs> fire marshal bills coming in <laughs> shut this shit down <laughs> marshal let me tell you something <laughs> let me tell you something so puffy and biggie they I guess trickled out with the rest of the party goers and they paused to pose for photos before, of course, turning their stereo, blasting their tracks, right? So they decided to head back to their hotel. Puffy jumped into the first of three cars that had several bodyguards in it. Biggie settled into the front passenger seat of the second car. Okay. A green suburban. Okay. He was with G Money, which was his driver's. Nice. Uh, which was his driver and two of his friends. So at approximately 12.45 a.m., Puffy's SUV blew through a yellow light, right? So so Biggie's following him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was in the and lead. He was like, he was yeah, in the lead car. I'm going to go, that, right? Punch it. Yes, and then Biggie's <laughs> car was idling at the intersection of Wilshire and Fairfax. Then and, sudden, and, and, and a sec and another one, right? And another one behind. There was another car behind. So then, suddenly, a white Toyota Land Cruiser made a U-turn and tried to squeeze in between the two cars. Weird. Okay. Weird. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking sketch. Right at that moment, a dark Chevy Impala pulled up next to Biggie. The driver was an African American man in a blue suit and a bow tie. Damn, look classy. He made eye contact with Biggie before reaching over and emptying his automatic pistol in the car. Mm. Fuck. The shooter sped off on Wilshire. Meanwhile, Puffy abandoned his, he jumped out of his SUV. He raced across the street to the green suburban where he found Biggie hunched over, tongue out, bleeding all over the dashboard. See, that's okay. That's the one thing I, I don't know. I guess maybe it's like, I already kind of partial that Biggie, I mean, that Puffy's got something something to do with it. But Mm. who... You hear like, like, like shunts go out and you're like, I'm going to get out of my car and run across into the fire. He's not a fucking Navy SEAL. Right. I, I just don't see him like, I don't know. Maybe no, I'm you, you don't got to be it's a Navy SEAL. It's, like, it's his friend. Let's say that happened between me and you. You'd probably want to be like, oh, shit, the fuck out. Yeah, and I, also, by the way, that's a good point. it's I'd done. It's done out. already. You, the, the shots are done and the guy spit off. Yeah. So you're like, ah, oh, fuck, I got to go over there and well, check it out. Well, see, it's a little different because luckily I, with, with, you know, I'm a character seal. <laughs> yeah, that's with right. ready to roll. <laughs> <laughs> I'm popping shots off. <laughs> Let me put my Navy SEAL hat on. I know. And, uh, it. Run I've over done, there. I've done... A training course is in my mind. <laughs> in my mind. <laughs> I'm sure, though. You know, I, I'm I sure. have watched plenty of Navy SEAL Call movies, Duty. okay? Yeah. Yeah. I watched Terminal List. <laughs> I've seen... I've seen... I've seen John Wick one, <laughs> two, three, and four. Let's go. Uh, I'm, uh, odds are the, that Puffy had a gun, gun on him, on for him. sure. That, yeah, that, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. uh, there's a 98.9% chance. Yeah. Okay, so the driver of Biggie's SUV floored it to nearby Cedar sinai Medical Center, Ooh. where it took six people to lift Biggie. 
It's 350 pounds, man. Yeah, onto a gurney. And like and dead weight's the worst weight. Yeah, yeah, and they yeah. sent him immediately into surgery. But unfortunately, the four bullets that hit him had already done the damage, and he was pronounced dead at 1.15 a.m. Fuck. Hmm. He was 24 years old. So uh, his autopsy wasn't even released for 15 years, but when it was released, the actual, the final shot was the one that killed him. And it entered through his right hip, and it struck his colon, liver, heart, and left lung Holy all in one shit. bullet. Shit! Shit! Yeah. Wait, colon, liver, heart, and and left lung. How the yeah. fuck did he, he hit the ass? The, like he <clears> shot <throat> from. I don't well, necessarily know. Maybe it was like, know. It was like it wasn't, it wasn't necessarily. Like, his maybe ass. it was like bent over and like and it hit through here. Hit yeah. The colon yeah. And then go, yeah. goes up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Where they had one of those magic bullets, like they did with JFK. <laughs> yeah. Every organ in his body. Yeah. <laughs> Biggie back and to the left. so now here's an interesting point though that is in comparison to tupac okay so when he died his estate was estimated around 10 million not Mm. 100 not 100k yeah (laughs) weird huh That is weird. weird. That is super weird. I mean, their trajectory was pretty much the same. Well, and Tupac had more albums out. That's right. It's just like, this should fucked him. I know. Exactly. Going back to that. Yeah. Like, the contract that he made to get him out of jail, I think he probably got most of the profits. Signed his life away. Literally. They're probably like, hey, I'll get you out of jail, but I'm going to get the majority of the profits from this. There you go. That's the uh, the murder of of Notorious B.I.G. So that was only six months or so after Tupac, and you know the world was. I know shook. Just, it was different than Tupac. Tupac lived for a few days. Yeah, right. And so Biggie was just dead. dead. Yeah, and he also died about an hour after he got yeah, shot. I wouldn't yeah. say that they ex- people expected it, but it was kind of like it's not a shocker because of the whole East Coast West Coast, and yeah. oh, somebody got revenge, you know. He was even, he clearly told his wife that he was scared. Like, yeah. He oh, yeah. was scared for Got his more life. security and all yeah. that stuff, yeah. Yeah, he was paranoid. I remember him talking about that and, you know, getting more security and just always just paranoid. Yeah. Couldn't sleep. Yeah. yeah. And right. this is obviously before they were, oh, we can just bulletproof, we can just bulletproof murder this cars out. Yeah. 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 Um, Man, that's, it just sucks. He's so young, two kids. Like, God, this is super tragic for me. He's 24. I know. That's crazy. And then Puff Daddy came out with the the song dedicated to him, Mm. you know what I mean? From Sting. Yeah. That was actually in the news recently. Did you see that? No. No. Puff Daddy did a podcast or an interview, and he said that he had to pay Sting five grand a day because he didn't get the rights to the song. Oh, I did see that. (laughs) Yeah. It was like last week. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah, literally yeah. did see that. It's, that's yeah. a lot of money. It's like it's yeah. like three or four million dollars a, yeah. a year. Oh man! Sting said it's true, and but they're friends now, and, and he's know, like, hey, like fine, I'm right. sure it was not they, that they, much. They worked it out. Like they worked it. It's like let's give me two mil, and we're good. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so the theories of Notorious B.I.G. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You ready? Okay, so in 2002, Randall Sullivan released a book called Labyrinth, and it compiled evidence by. Retired LAPD detective Russell Poole. Do you remember Russell Poole? No. Oh, wait. Was he the guy that Tupac yes. told to fuck off? No, uh, no, no. <laughs> Russell Poole is the detective that was oh, working on the he Tupac on, case. He, and he went crazy oh, and he got yeah, fired. Yeah, yeah. And he got let go and, you know, all that sort of thing. But he had some good theories and some good police work where he thought that Suge Knight was part of it. Ah. 
So mm. also Russell Poole was working on the murder of Biggie. Right? His theory was that Suge Knight, the co-founder of Death Row Records, was a blood affiliated person mm -hmm. and was accused of conspiring with somebody named David Mack. David Mack was an LAPD officer. Mm. David Mack also moonlighted as a death row security employee. Okay. Uh. Right? So he was an LAPD officer. And then at nights and the weekends, he'd go to the Missy Elliott <laughs> events <laughs> and he would protect okay. for death row, which yeah. was Tupac's and and, and Shug Knight's, well, Shug Knight's record right? label. Yeah. Right, right. So the theory is that David Mack conspired with Amir Muhammad to kill Piggy. And who who's Amir? Also is an associate of Max. Okay. Yeah. Do Early. we know if Mac was uh doing any kind of security or anything there that night at the at the museum at that party? Yeah, yeah. that'd be that'd be good to know. That'd be interesting. There is some loose evidence that suggests that. Mm. Okay. Yeah, if he was one of the drivers, that'd be a more uh, sketch, yeah. He's like, no, uh, it's green. But again, it's about this is, to turn yellow, yeah, trust me. But again, this is the, the guy. Remember we were talking about Russell Poole and he's a methodical detective. They even yeah. said and that even he was if, a detective. Yeah, yeah, like even if he was crazy or uh, a zealot, yeah. he, he still, still was, was a good, good cop. He still was a good yeah. cop. Yeah, exactly. He so, even had people, his cap remember, yes, said exactly. he was a good cop. So he had evidence, quote unquote, that the Muhammad guy was the shooter supported by... Mac. I also think that it's it's unfortunate. I think this guy had gotten to the point where he like was on the brink of ins insanity. So it's mm. it's hard to believe what he's saying, even mm. though it could be true. Yeah. But that sounds like it could be true because if it sounds like, you know, the guy is in in Nook's pocket and yep. he's he probably has some you know, major dirt on him and shit. And it's oh, like, he's going to do either that or just money because, like, clearly Shook paid $3 million well, to he's cremate in his pocket, right? a body. I remember that. <laughs> Did he cremate it with a fucking nuclear warhead? Like, <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ, $3 <laughs> million? <laughs> gold. Cash? All gold. Cash. Yeah. And the guy, like, dipped. On top yeah. of being paid off by Shug, he probably was fucking scared to death of Shug, right? Like, <laughs> I have to. Totally. If I like kill, everybody I'll else was. Everybody yeah, else everybody. is. Still. I'm still. I'm still. I'm Dude, if Shug Knight was in this this state, I'd probably leave. Yeah. <laughs> get the fuck out. Just imagine Shug shows up at a family barbecue. I'd shoot him immediately. <laughs> like with, hey. the, with no record. No, there would be no questions. There would be no communication. I would shoot him instantly. <laughs> Local podcaster. And I would literally, and I would tell the cops, I'm like, it's Shug Knight. What do you want me to do? They'd be like, you know, good point. Like, I would have shot him too. So in March of 2005, um, Biggie's family actually filed a wrongful death claim against the LAPD. And it was Whoa. based on Russell Poole's evidence. Oh, mm. okay. Was, okay was, so at that point, they were, you know, nobody's getting charged. We're going to get... We're going to sue the LAPD for a wrongful death suit. But there's so no, that's a that civil... Work? But what is the evidence, So it's, it's kind of like this... Um, because like if they weren't involved at all... Yeah, right, so it, how does that work? It's, it's basically saying that they are liable for the death... Of Biggie, because, because some to be dude shot them? them, or well, because they be have evidence security? that an oh, LAPD. Because, oh, okay. Yes, yeah. they have evidence that the LAPD had evidence to make an arrest, but they never did. Okay. Oh, uh, I. And see. there was a cop involved. Oh, see, that's right, why I'm saying. Right. So they're saying we have we have exhausted all resources. Nobody's getting arrested. We're gonna. Okay. We're gonna. We're gonna sue people. Because I thought it was a point. I'm gonna no. file. A, I'm gonna sue LAPD because the wrongful death of my dog Archie. 
They could have done something about <laughs> yeah, exactly. this. Like, I need repercussions. <laughs> Pay me. No, okay, fine. That makes sense. That doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. So, unfortunately, but did they win? No, unfortunately, yeah. the suit was dropped and before the trial began. And settled. FBI dismissed it as no. They probably suspects. they probably dis, quote unquote discredited maybe yeah. the evidence. It wasn't right. like strong enough to hold yeah. up in court. Maybe two years later, Biggie's family filed another wrongful death lawsuit against the city of Los Angeles, <laughs> against the Earth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they alleged or they said that another two officers that were affiliated with Death Row admitted that they conspired to murder and participated in the murder of Christopher Wallace. The Wallace family said the LAPD consciously concealed this officer's involvement in the murder of Wallace, but a U.S. district judge dismissed it in December of 2007. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I I think it's just, it's a stupid lawsuit anyway. Sorry. Yeah. It's yeah. just me. No, same. So months after Biggie's murder, Officer Mack and another officer named Perez were convicted for crimes that were not related. I mean, they're clearly, they're they were dirty. dirty. They were clearly yeah, dirty. So, I mean, no one's, just, so, no one's saying they're not. Yeah, Mack, <laughs> Mack, 100%. Mack was convicted for a bank robbery. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. No. Perez was convicted for stealing cocaine. <laughs> Like from the evidence locker? Yeah. yeah. Oops, it is it. <laughs> so then uh, recently, one of their cellmates told investigators, said Perez and Mac were involved with death row records. Perez was involved with death row through Officer Mac. They went to all their parties and all their events. Mm-hmm. Perez was working security. Perez had a cell phone. Perez said he called David Mac on his cell phone and told Mac that Biggie Smalls was in his truck. Perez never said he set up Biggie Smalls, but I have heard that he had something to do with the murder, according to the prisoner. Okay, this is super. It just yeah, it's just such it's like, a like, it's like it's a stretch. Perez is a man. Perez <laughs> has weapons. Okay, so now <laughs> now nothing has happened. We yeah. fast forward all the way to March two thousand seventeen. Oh, this is ten years later. Yeah. Mm. Valletta Wallace, so so Biggie's mom, mom said the following. I have a very good idea who murdered Christopher. I genuinely believe the LAPD knows exactly who did it too. They've done their investigation, but they refuse to move forward. I don't know why they haven't arrested who was involved. It seems to me that it's one giant conspiracy. And someone is definitely being protected somewhere down the line. We should have emailed her. (laughs) there's no closure for me until the murderer is behind bars and sentenced and that's biggie's mom Mm. so i have a little yeah theory little nugget it came from my wife and who do you know who owns the publishing rights to biggie no puffy yep oh yeah so p diddy owns the publishing rights so p diddy bought Mm. the publishing rights when yeah i believe it was right after he died really 200k Mm. wow what a deal 200k for what, the a what a deal. What a deal. Right? If somebody offered you that deal, would you take it? Fuck yeah. Yes. I would borrow. I would. I would. You know how much I would money? Get a diner's card. You know how much money you know, he's anything. made off of diner's card? <laughs> anything. I don't anything. even think they make diner's I, cards anymore. I <laughs> if they did, I'd get it. Yeah. No, yeah. no but Liddy's made tens of millions of dollars off that. Yeah. Interesting. And also, it's, it's according to Lil C's. So Lil C's had said that. That Biggie was actually planning to leave 
Bad Boy uh, Records oh, really? for a better deal. I never heard of that, though. Yeah, so apparently he was going to leave Bad Boy Records. So the conspiracy okay. being P. Diddy, you know, is like, this is when P. Diddy just started. Yeah. This is his only legit rapper oh, yeah. with Bad Boy. Do you have nobody else? Who uh, else was uh, part no. of Bad Boy? Well, there uh, eventually well, a lot of people. But well, he had Mace. That was a big one, too. Remember Mace? <laughs> Mace. Like, Dude, he fucking blew up for a little bit. That was after after Biggie. Yeah, I love it. it, Yeah, one hundred percent, hundred percent after Biggie. Sorry, but yeah, so nobody else. Definitely not on Biggie. There was other people, but Biggie was his golden goose. Yes. So if Biggie leaves, he's fucked. He loses all credibility. Sugar at least had. um, Oh, dude, Sugar had like everybody. Snoop, Snoop, yeah, he had Dre, he had Dre, he had everybody. I don't know who else, but so I think he would have been. He would have tanked, and so. It's you know, it's, it's plausible. Follow the money. It's kind plausible of thing. It's that like, the money. he, you know, organized this mm. thing. His driver speeds to the yellow. He organizes like these guys. He's involved. He didn't do it himself, but he's involved with setting up this, him getting killed. Mm. That way he's not, he didn't leave me. He he dies. He's instantly immortalized. You know, artists, artists are always bigger at their debt. He buys his fucking publishing rights for like pennies of the dollar. Then after his death, releases five albums. Five, True. three new mm. albums, and then two, two collaborate like collection albums. Yeah, like come on, that's a lot of. It's mm. more albums than he did while he was alive. <laughs> True. I'm just saying, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's just a conspiracy. It's just a conspiracy. It's an interesting one. Yeah. I always, I always like to kind of go follow the money, and that, right. I mean, and that's where I mean? all the money went. Because that, mm. that is, that's the motive, right? I'm just that's, saying, no. is that the number one motive? Well, for most of about things, number one, but no, of all, no, of all, no, like, in, in murders, things, in murders, like, the top, like, the murders, like nefarious. Mm, I think it's, it's revenge. It's, I think it's more revenge, revenge is more like more than money, dude. If you look at, if you look statistically in terms of all murders, <laughs> no, it's. Do you know how much forensic files me and my wife have? <laughs> Jesus Christ, I've watched hundreds of episodes. Fucking CSI expert over here. Money, right? No, it's 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 three things. It's money. It's sexual like sexual mm. related yeah, yeah. Okay. or it's relationship related like so it is like a revenge mm. type thing but like mm. it's usually okay i killed my wife to get the to get the insurance money or uh, okay or i i killed like out of out of a lust oh we got in a fucking argument with my wife and i kill her because we got pissed right. or, or i find out my wife's cheating on me so i kill her and the dude she's and the fucking guy. yeah yeah so it's like those are the main reasons obviously that's an interesting theory it is a theory. Yeah. I'm not saying it's true. I'm just saying no, it no, is a theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there is theory. a lot of things, especially him being able to buy his publishing rights or 200K. Yeah. Even if you look now, the, back to the classic example yeah. is someone's now selling their publishing rights. Fucking yeah, Bieber. Bieber sold his publishing rights for 200 million. Timberlake really? did too. Yeah, Timberlake sold his for like 150 yeah. mil. Oh my God. Yeah. Dude, everyone, know that. everyone's selling like, their publishing like, rights. I'd rather have 100, 200 million dollars no. now than make 550 like years. with me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I take a cash out. I'm yeah. take a cash cash out. out. <laughs> I'll pay the taxes. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. All right. All yeah. right. So that's a theory. I thought what I found when I was I was looking into this because I also did this with Tupac. You know what I mean? Like they kind of go hand in hand. But it seemed like there were more outrageous theories about Tupac than there were about Biggie. Oh, yeah. for sure. Because yeah. no one's like Biggie's alive. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, that's true. Yeah, why? <laughs> I, and I couldn't figure out why. I don't know. He doesn't have an aunt in Cuba, so yeah, <laughs> so he's yeah, out. I don't know. Yeah, that. And <laughs> also, he's, he's in he, Jamaica. He died right away, whereas Tupac, you know, lived, lived for, for a while. like a week. I think it was yeah, seven it was like, days. It was like five four, days. four or five, five days. days. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, something like that. So, so yeah. there's that. There's that. that. Yeah. yeah. All right. And he died with a hundred grand. <laughs> I know, which is bizarre. Yeah. Still bizarre. Yeah. I don't understand that. All right, so. 
What, what, do, you, what do you believe? Yeah. What, 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 yeah. You, you were going to say something. Where are you at, Eric? <sighs> Still deciding. Honestly, I feel like Tupac's is is more clear cut than Biggie's. Hmm. I, I feel like I feel like Biggie's is. I, I don't well, at least know. With Tupac, I have no it was idea. Like confrontation. Like really? Tupac, that I'm night. like. Yeah, and yeah, Tupac, like, I'm like, okay, I kind of feel like Orlando Anderson did it with somebody else, maybe. Mm-hmm. But with Biggie, it's really... You're like, who? Yeah, yeah there's no... I, I don't... I mean, sure, the officers, and maybe there was collusion there, and... Maybe. Okay, but know. who? Yeah. Who was the mastermind with them? That's true. Maybe they were the peons. Well, there was that guy with the bow tie. I know. Who's the he, guy with the bow tie? I yeah. know. Like, my God. Like, he's yeah. like... And why is he wearing a bow like, Honestly, Well, he was that, at that party. No, but... Oh, maybe he was right? at the yeah. party. Yeah. You know... That's actually I, a good point. They yeah. should have... But they should have cross-referenced that so, with, like, who was mm, the punk? So, uh, true. Now, I don't want to, or this might sound racist. So, Sean, <laughs> help me out. Sean, help me out. I'll be, your, what, I'll be your PRA. Yeah, here. What black community wears bow ties Muslims. and nice clothes? Muslims. Muslims. Mm. And they do, and they do it. It's, it's actually, right? it's, it's actually, it's, it's, not, it's actually like, a good we're thing. Not, like, it's actually a we're good thing for them. Here, no, right? no, but they, like, they, this is a thing. They make a note. Yeah. They make a note to dress nicely. They, yes. they want to dress nice. They want to, they want to look, too, right? They, Isn't they, that a thing? They always do bow ties. Yes. Always. They don't wear regular ties. They so I feel like maybe because that's a string. Like, no, but the thing, I don't, know. I, I don't, I don't have anything to back that. You know what I mean? I literally thought the same exact thing, but the Muslims are super devout. And they're not into that's true. When you're a real Muslim, you're yeah. you're not into killing people. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. it doesn't matter. Usually, not, you're, you're not like a secret gangster. No, I'm no. not. I'm not necessarily <laughs> saying they don't really give a shit about money. They don't really I, care yeah. about that. So I'm I don't. Not, I don't think that's. I'm not saying that it's the Muslim community as a whole. I'm more no. just saying there's something there that if I was if I wanted to dedicate my life and be a detective, I would go down that route. I'm sure it'd be so right. So I'd be yeah. like, okay, what is that? Why is he wearing a bow tie in a ghetto situation? Yeah, because you know I was thinking, even at the no, party. No, it was not ghetto. It was like a... It was, like a, a... It was a gangster rap party. No, Dude, you like said it was a... Wearing... It was a vibe party. Vibe it was magazine. a vibe party. Yeah. Like, okay, fine. There's a bunch of rappers. Yeah, and... I guess so. Maybe that's right. But it wasn't it was like an agent. Party. He was like an agent. <laughs> it was like a block party. Yeah, it's like, no. wear your jeans, bro. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, so if to answer it like definitively, I would say, because you remember if you, if you remember the Tupac one, I was more on the side of Orlando Anderson. Yeah. Did it, and that's actually kind of, I feel like there's a conspiracy. Dude, I'm going to say mine. But but what is a conspiracy? I don't, I don't even have a. I'm you grasping. just you just feel I like don't there even is have, a conspiracy. I feel like there is one, but I don't have one you that I like. Yeah. And I don't have one that I like. I like the P Diddy one. That's me. I, really? I, I like. I do. I like the idea of that off-duty cop that worked for yeah. Death for Row. Sure, for sure, yeah. And yeah. he's the one that set it all up to mm. take Biggie out. Yeah. Why? But there has because to been some mastermind behind that, right? Well, well, that Maybe was him. Shug. It, it was him and Shug. Yes. Oh, yeah. so you said Shug did the all the strings. You're at Shug is everything. Oh, I know, right? Man. <laughs> he's a bad man. I mean, he's a he's bad, a bad guy. He's a super bad guy. Like, okay, so you're you're saying that you think Shug orchestrated both? I think Shug definitely. Yeah, that's contradictory. <laughs> but <laughs> no, <laughs> no, not really, because because Shug because well, it's not contradictory. Shug just loves to no, take just, people out. Well, yeah, fuck yeah. such a good bad guy. <laughs> I know, right? Maybe because like you know, because Shug was also like West you Coast, and maybe he guy. thought like, okay, this East Coast motherfuckers wants to talk shit. Like, I'll show them what happens. The East Coast motherfuckers talk yeah. shit. That's what I'm saying, they man. Get it, it, like, 
what was it about a year that passed was it six months six months six months okay fine yeah some time had passed since tupac's death and there was a lot of shit talking still going on about east coast west coast shit and and his his label was dragged through that every single time yeah and and i also think it was probably more it wasn't like really biggie talking shit but it maybe it just been pdd talking shit because i know they were like Shit. He did nothing. Because right. no, no, Suge and P. Diddy had a thing where they would always talk shit to each mm-hmm. other. That's right. That's and so right. he was probably like, oh, I got this new fucking hot rapper, bitch. You fucking suck. Right. He's like, oh, okay, I don't want to hurt him. I'm going to kill him just to, just to hurt P. Diddy. Right. So that's possible. And so I think that the LAPD does know at least a very good idea mm-hmm. of who it is. But maybe they don't have the evidence. Exactly. Mm-hmm. From, from the research I've done, it's they didn't have solid concrete evidence that would be able to have a case that would hold up yeah so they can't prosecute really i see and, and there was also definitely some shadiness going on from the research i did of like people wouldn't confirm you know details and, yeah. and at the time the, the lapd was hella corrupt exactly. <laughs> it was like no. super corrupt exactly i just wow. think that the person who the person who gained the most and by i mean the most i mean gained was like the perfect the perfect outcome for him. Yeah. It's just, see, when, when something's too perfect, you're like, sweet. Yeah. I just fucking made out like a yeah. man, 200K. I would, I would agree that there's but, some. But there's I'm not some, saying he did it. He did it. You're fine. I'm not accusing know, you. But I'm I saying would, you I might have agree. been involved. I would agree that there's skeletons there. Oh, for sure. I think there was some. There's so so during, where, where, like, where do so, we get that Biggie wanted to leave bad boy? That is that is from Little C's. Okay. So Little C's came it's out. It's just a rumor. Really, like we, well, we don't really know. I mean, like, close friend. Well, we don't have any other. Was, was clearly his close friend. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So, like, he was, I don't know. He I don't know where him else. Yeah. That's true. Story. Yeah. I don't know where else I would yeah. get. You know, yeah. close friends are the best we're gonna get. Here's here's <laughs> what I here's what I well <laughs> like because sorry just yeah. but there was the same rumor with Tupac that he was wanting to leave yeah. Afro, yeah. but I have heard that from multiple sources. When you do the research, there's multiple sources that Tupac was saying that. Well, then, yeah, then Sugar the fucking game. Like, oh, like, yeah. you want to get a prison, bitch? <laughs> like, sign the dotted line. Yeah, write your name on this napkin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this napkin. <laughs> this napkin here. Well, here, well, here's, it's not a bad thing to just say, hey, we're stumped on something. True. Right. I, right. You know what I mean? I actually, like this, I, I have my feeling about it, but yeah. I I'm not very confident. Yeah, yeah. At yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. like no confidence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm there too. I'm just stumped with it, honestly. Yeah. The more we, documentaries but... I watched, the more things I read, everything, I got less and less convinced about everything and I got more confused. But the honest. thing is, like, I think we all agree that it wasn't just there is some there's something there. Sure. There's there was a hit. Some, there's some shit. Oh, yeah. There was a hit. There's some shit going down. Remember the white the white car? Yeah, yeah like with the yeah, the Toyota Forerunner. Yeah, what are you the, doing? Yeah, what the yes. fuck was that? Because they got in between the two cars, yes. so I guess so the, a second car couldn't yes. ram them or some shit. Right. This, yeah. See, there was this was like organized. Something. This is an organized. Something, right? it was definitely organized. Yeah. Something. Yeah. All right. Well, we'd love to hear what you guys. Biggie's think. mom, Viola, Violetta, Violetta, Violetta. Is it Violetta? We're with you. We're with you. Hey, if you, if you, we would love to have you. You know, you want to send us a, vo- a voice note. And we can, we can put it on the podcast to try to get you some more exposure. Like there you go. That's what we got tonight. Yeah, please message us. Hit us up on IG. Email us. You can you can leave comments asking questions. We really love to get you guys feedback. We, we want to get you guys involved. We want you to, you know, be a part of this with us because obviously we don't know everything, not even close. Yeah, did we miss something? Let us know and hit us up. Absolutely. So post haste, my... <laughs> Hasting. Sincerely, yours with Sincerely haste. hasting with yours. Nighty night. <laughs>
Hey guys, hope you enjoyed the show. If you want to reach out to us, please email us at info at theconspiracypodcast.com. You can check us out on Instagram at a conspiracy podcast. Also, don't forget to subscribe. You can catch a new podcast almost every week. Just hit the little subscribe button at the top. It's a plus sign. We love show ideas, corrections, hate mail. Thanks a bunch.